Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Kunit Squared. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about issues that affect gay men in Malaysia. Uh huh. And as always, we have a very interesting topic to talk about today. Yes, we <laughs> do. Um, what are we talking about? Well, in this episode, we're going to be talking about sex roles in gay sex. Uh, okay. <laughs> Was that too specific? M- maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a sip of my wine. <laughs> Please go ahead. <laughs> okay, are you ready? I'm about to lay it down. Lay down what? Lay it down. All right. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So, gay sex is always associated to anal sex. But I'm not sure how many how many of you guys know this, but straight people have anal sex too. I I, I do know that actually. Yeah, and it's called pegging, right? Uh, no. <laughs> you did not know that. No, I mean pegging is not. Pegging is when the woman penetrates the man. Really. Yes. Oh fuck. Did when I the man penetrates <laughs> the woman, it's just anal. Oh okay, so. <laughs> so when the girl has a strap on on. And she penetrates the men that is tagging. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Did you learn something new today? Yes, you can <laughs> say that. Yeah, I did. So I always thought men having anal sex with women was called packing, but it's actually the other way around yeah. in terms of, you know. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> since we started with, I don't know why we started. Yeah. I started it with anyway. gay, I mean, straight people having sex. Um, so. Yeah, do you have anything to say about sex roles? <laughs> I mean, there, there, there are so many different, uh, what do you call that, labels or mm-hmm. identifications mm-hmm. these days. Right. Or, or forever, actually. Right. Um, so, like, yeah. There's the standard, you know, tops, bottoms, versus. Yeah. And um, I think... Nowadays, you do get lots more uh, of variety. Like you get like um, dom top or uh, verse top, verse bottoms, bottoms uh, pure bottoms, stuff like that. You know, yeah. Like they just go um, quite deep into these roles to facilitate hookups. Yeah, like yeah, you just uh, lay it down from the beginning. <laughs> like okay, I'm a pure bottom. You can't expect me to top. When I'm at your at your place, if you're yeah, hosting. yeah, yeah, so like that kind I'm, of thing. I'm I'm yeah. like going to just take a dig up my ass, and that's it. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, this I think is it is quite a messy episode because we've been drinking for a while before we started recording. But just a little bit. Just a little bit, but it's all in good spirit because we wanna. Have fun while we do this for you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as much fun as we have dissecting these issues, right? Okay. So, do you think there are some stereotypes associated to these roles that we just spoke about? Yeah, I think, I think like you just said, like dom top, <clears throat> it is a, a dom top would be associated with someone who, I guess, looks really masculine... Muscly, mm-hmm. whereas say a pure bottom would be the exact opposite. You know, someone probably really slim, right? Um, effeminate. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what else. 
Right. Yeah. So those are the stereotypes, right? That I that I think yeah, exist. Like, right. I could be wrong. They aren't necessarily stereotypes that you believe in. It's just that that's the common accepted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is true. Um, like you said, dom tops are always uh, assumed to be larger in size or, you know, and they may look like a bear, a muscle bear and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, or whereas uh, pure bottoms, actually, like, if... If you see in porn, most of the pure bottoms yeah. are quite muscular themselves. Yeah, because mm. it adds a, a new uh, perspective, a new angle to it when you see a really muscular guy turning into it, this pure bottom yeah. who can't get enough of yeah. dick. Yeah, but I think what, I think what negates uh, that though is that you find another... Uh, scene or video of that pure bottom being a top and right. then you're like oh well exactly so that's the thing with porn because they just do uh, whatever they need to do to pay their bills so whatever the director says okay this scene I want you to be a bottom then this scene I want to be I want you to be a top in this scene I want you guys to flip fuck so that yeah. kind of thing yeah. so in porn even though porn does um, kind of provide you with different angles into things it's not necessarily reality. Reality is definitely um, far more complicated than yeah. what porn uh, depicts. Exactly. Yeah. And um, coming back to reality and stereotyping. <laughs> and stereotyping. So, um, as I think as it is in the gay community as well as straight community, gay men who bottom tend to get the brunt of the stereotype right they are yeah. always uh, deemed to be more fe- uh, effeminate uh, more uh, receptive submissive yeah um, basically they associate bottom men bottom gay men mm. to um, women yeah and I feel like just within the gay community itself I feel like we have this kind of um, I don't know, like this kind of bone to pick with uh, effeminate guys. Like mm-hmm. on Grinder, you see a lot of, uh, like I see anyway, a lot of like no sissies, right? Um, being being right. P- placed right on their profiles, Correct. which I find yeah, it it it's quite disrespectful and and insulting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that they that they would just say right. I guess the American counterpart is no femme. Yeah. Here in Malaysia, it's no sissies. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. they may be looking for a bottom, but they're looking for a mask bottom. They don't necessarily want exactly want an effeminate man. They want a man straight who likes the acting bottom. or straight passing bottom. Exactly. Yeah. So there's this thing uh, with masculinity or mask. Yeah. Uh, so being associated to straight acting or straight passing. So exactly. as close as, as it is possible to look and act as a straight man would. So that's, that's, that's something within the gay community as well. Because so, we are so obsessed with uh, looking as much as possible as a straight man. Just to, you know, for, it could be for survival sake. It's just because of uh, your preference. Because, you know, you've, you are exposed to a lot of straight men around you. So 
where you are conditioned to like a certain type of men from from all these attractive men that people that you yeah. deem attractive around you right so you whenever you want to have sex you want to hook up you would look for uh, a guy that looks like one of these straight men that you're exposed to on a daily basis yeah so that that's that that as well and also there is this one uh, idea that you do not want to be associated with someone that the society does not want to be associated with so mm. as we just spoke about effeminate men uh, who may be bottom or maybe top but being effeminate kind of uh, makes you uh, you know yeah. brunt of ag- aggression generally yeah. from the society so they do not want to be like if you are straight acting or if you are uh, you know maybe effeminate yourself but because you don't do not want to be associated with someone else who could be effeminate then you just put that on your account like no CC just just exactly. out of yeah. prejudice yeah. but uh, but no CC often of course applies to generally they don't actually mention no CC bottom no CC top to just say no CC so that uh, being effeminate kind of uh, affects both tops and bottom yeah so to, to hook up especially it's, yeah it's, it makes it difficult for them it does make it very difficult but mm-hmm. it, I guess and it and it says a lot to like those people who who could be effeminate and are you know unashamed about it right like they're not letting anyone correct put them down uh but having said that yeah it, it it is a difficult world when when you know like you you see like something on grinder and it, and it someone hot on grinder and right. then they they just don't want you right like even if they don't put it in on their bio on their profile they would actually ask you uh are you cc Oh, wow. During I've, the conversation I, Wow Yeah I've never Yeah they do that. actually yeah. Ask that as well So So there is this uh, Stigma around Effeminate men um, But There is also This stereotype That uh, Effeminate Slim men uh, Tend to gravitate Towards Burlier men Like daddy son Yeah uh, Dynamics Yeah So there is that And I do think uh, Burlier men Maybe they have been Conditioned by porn or I'm not sure it, I guess it's an egg and chicken kind exactly, of situation yeah, yeah. which came first we, yeah. the porn with those scenarios or this idea that or this uh, attraction that bigger men have towards bigger bears so to say using that label uh, have towards this attraction that they may have towards younger slim twinks yeah. so so there's that and of course in that case the scenario is the the bear is the top whereas the slim guy is the bottom but that's a stereotype as well, because you know the roles could I easily think I, be reversed. I think I have probably seen porn where like the bear was the bottom right. and uh-huh. the twink was the top. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's a resonance of reality, because like we said, porn is in a void sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I guess that brings to mind like the other type of stereotyping in body types where mm-hmm. uh, or sexual. Se- how it relates to sexual roles where you know twinks um are given this you know they this description of being young slim and right. generally a bottom exactly yeah yeah and um i guess if you i i, I it, it is kind of disheartening or yeah i mean that that uh the point of reference that we have at the moment is porn yeah but if you look at porn like some studios they do propagate uh, I mean, yeah, they do have scenes where two slim men having sex with each other, you know, yeah. like one of them topping. So, yeah. so we, we can't discount that, uh, that uh, preference. But um, I do have some studies here yeah. uh, when it comes to 
sexual um, orientation, sorry, not sexual orientation, sexual <laughs> roles yeah. uh, between top and bottom, right? Like what, uh, how some people may be inclined towards being <laughs> top while some are bottoms. I just okay. uh, switched on my laptop, typed in my password. Okay, so according to the study, it is biological. Oh, so this uh. is a study that was uh, published in Jezebel. So this, uh, yeah, wasn't right there a quiz or something? Really? On BuzzFeed? No, as in on... <laughs> Weren't you just talking about like a, that you read about like a quiz on like how likely are you going to be gay? Yeah. Okay. So the study found, yeah, they did uh, have a survey handed out to these participants, right? So according to the survey, and so this, the study that they conducted found that uh, you are more inclined to be a bottom if you have older brothers. Oh. Yeah. So apparently if you have the more older brothers you have the more <laughs> the more effeminate or or the more uh more of a bottom that you'll be. You right. Know? Maybe not a verse top or verse bottom but rather a bottom bottom. Right. <laughs> if that's a term that we can use. A bottom's bottom. <laughs> a bottom's bottom. <laughs> right. So um and uh they did find that most bottoms are left-handed. Are you uh-huh. left-handed? I'm right-handed. So I am right-handed too. Read into that what you may. Oh my yeah. god! Okay, <laughs> revelations. Because I yeah, because we never had that discussion. So is today the time to have the discussion? I mean, since is we are it? since we are in that territory already. <laughs> okay, so and yeah, those are the two things that uh, two main things that they found. Yeah, where where um, so if you have elder brothers, you could be. A gay bottom, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, or if you're left-handed, so which is odd. I found the left-handed part odd because I I never noticed bottoms being exclusively left-handed. Yeah. But then again, when I'm screwing, I'm not like. By the way, yeah. <laughs> are <laughs> you left-handed or right-handed? A long time ago, mm-hmm. um, I always I I still remember this because it was a very interesting fact. Uh huh. An ex of mine told me once that he thinks bottoms are more inclined to um, use phones that are white. Like an iPhone or something like that. Yeah, like say if you were taking an iPhone right. uh, as an example, mm-hmm. a bottom would be more likely to use the white um, or pick the white colored one. Right. Whereas a top would be more likely to pick a black colored one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess because it falls back to effeminate people. Right. Or people this who are notion regarded. That, yeah. This the notion that uh straight acting men uh you know, they need to be more masculine, more and black being, you know, the masculine yeah, colour. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do get what you mean. So he it was from a research that he read. No, I think this was just anecdotal. Oh, right, his observation. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I guess in a way it does make sense because you know it kind of fits into this idea that yeah. tops are more, uh, more of a man, a manlier exactly, compared exactly. to bottoms, which I think it's something that um, you know we we are having conversations about it. So sooner or later, we could break uh, that barrier when we get there. But uh, this idea that bottoms are you know. Uh, Secondary to tops Oh Yeah Cause um, It's always um, 
uh, a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the stereotype is that if you are the receiver, you are the one that you're the submissive one you're the one being controlled right and therefore inferior and also um you're the one that has to endure it all correct therefore so, yeah yeah like um but tops do get have it easier than bottoms bottoms have to endure pain as well as uh, some sort of distress because you know they have to be really careful whether the top is wearing uh, condom or not You know If that was the agreement Before they started yeah, yeah. Getting into it So There are many things That There are more things That would go In the mind Go inside I mean w- Would be um, Inside the mind Inside yeah. the mind Of a bottom Compared to a top I, I yeah. guess I mean this is uh, As a verse I guess This is what I noticed uh, Yeah The difference Between what goes on Inside my mind yeah. Compared Like when I'm Topping and bottoming So so yeah, it is. It is. It yeah. is a little bit more stressful for me to bottom. So, yeah. <laughs> how about you? How about your experiences having sex? I mean, oh, <laughs> like we're going there. <laughs> yeah, we went there. We are there already. Might as well just. I mean, I personally don't think that uh, being a bottom means that you're the one that's inferior. Mm-hmm. Um. If anything, I feel like being the bottom is the one that's, you know... In the, power, in yeah, control. in control. You're, you're the one that says, slow down, go faster, or go harder. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, like, if you say no, it's no. If you say condom on, it's condom on. Right. Um, I mean, what you say is the go. I mean, he wants his dick in your ass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're in control. I don't see how that's, you know, being the inferior or, or secondary right. role. Well, there are, because uh, I follow lots of meme pages, and basically mm-hmm. the the joke is that tops are hard to find. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah it's always like, I don't know. I'm sure, I know the memes are done tongue-in-cheek, but it's it's the common theme where it's always uh, bottoms running after tops. Yeah, and I I think we have to look at it from the way it works in the straight world, right? Like, um, it's always like they always portray as if uh, women are running after really hot men. Yeah, and it's projected onto uh, bottom gay men as well. So, because straight in the straight world, sexism exists, right? I mean, mm. duh. <laughs> so. Women are looked at as secondary compared to men by sexist minds. <laughs> or just so, the patriarchy. Correct, because of the patriarchy. So that is projected onto the gay world as well, where um, bottoms are looked at as secondary. Mm. So it is not sexism. In this case, sexism, but it is a projection of it. It's an extension of it that has come onto the gay world. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't stay for long. But yeah, it's there, and hopefully, like we know, we we can eradicate. Eradicate, oh, kind of sexism. Maybe yeah. not in our generation, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I think for bottoms, I guess what's important is that knowing that you know they're in control, and mm-hmm. even if they really did want it, that the D, I feel like. Hmm. It's interesting that Because when I'm topping I feel like I'm in control But when I'm bottoming I don't feel like I'm in control I feel like Oh my god Like I hope I don't You know Do something That 
could be embarrassing like yeah like and it's just it's just difficult as in like you have to bend your legs in a certain way and i don't know it's really stressful for me but so that kind of comes on to another study that i found this is um something that was done before the study where they found that that um real sexual role is biological another study found that um how you uh how you come on to your sexual role yeah yeah how to come to be how you come to be a bottom or a top depends on the conditioning that you've endured growing up as a gay person mm. so uh let's say um you know growing up you tried being both but along the way as you are exposed to all these different experiences and uh the environment that you are in yeah you will become to choose your sexual role so you will be more inclined to be a top or a bottom so which which after reading it which uh, made sense to me because of my experiences as being a bottom which has kind of led to me being a top being a top or so verse, like so yeah. I, yeah verse but like maybe out of 10 times i bought them once kind of thing right. you know what i mean so yeah. so i do believe of course i think it's a combination of both it could be biological but you still need that trigger where like in the outside world like some things that need to lead you on that path what do you think the trigger is though cuz like what tr- would trigger what do you think would make someone go yeah i think i i think i i would rather enjoy bottoming or you know i i i would probably enjoy topping or you know i think i like both equally hmm. like i don't discriminate for my case uh, for my case uh, uh well uh, it's um uh, i can't i can't say why people would choose to bottom exclusively yeah yeah but so when i'm topping uh i mean i have come to top i guess after trying both yeah um i feel like i'm in control rather than the bottom being in control but it's good yeah. that both of us if let's say the bottom is feeling in, feeling in control yeah. it's good that both of us are feeling that we're in control yeah because yeah, yeah i'm not going to be like uh, no you're not in control wait who do you think is in control in this well, room right unless now unless either of you are into power plays <laughs> yeah that's another thing altogether that was like episode 8 <laughs> <laughs> i think it was yeah yeah so um yeah if you're into like you know if you going into it you're like okay i'm going to be a pig or a pup i want you to abuse me that's a different thing altogether yeah, you know absolutely, like you give absolutely. your consent before yeah. you start anything yeah. but if you're going to be like going all like you go into it all super vanilla but inside your mind you're like i'm in control it's fine too yeah you absolutely know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i definitely think it it's a combination of both your genetic um composition and huh. the and the experiences that you go through growing up cuz apparently it, it takes 15 years for you to uh, be comfortable in your role in your sexual role really yeah huh. so i guess i it has been 15 years for me oh wow and yeah i'm kind of happy where i am right now uh-huh. i mean in terms of you know like in terms of what i want to do in sex yeah yeah not i'm not like happy in terms of oh i can get ass or dick anytime i want kind of thing No, that's like that's like yeah. heaven or utopia. Wow, gay heaven. <laughs> gay heaven, yeah. We can have you where you can. I don't think it took me 15 years. I think I'm happy where I am now too. Oh. 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 Well, I'm happy for you. Um, I guess 
uh, that has been uh, of great help to you guys. In, if you're wondering why you're a bottom and why you're a top, there are many studies, thankfully, that have been done for us. And I wonder, like, 20 years ago, how people like, why do I like the bottom so much? You know? Like, what? Like, you know, they might have been thinking, like, what is wrong with me? Like, my asshole is this demon, you know, that just wants to Demon? Dick. You know, like, you know, if they grew up in some rural town in Ohio or something, you know what I mean? Or, like, Terengganu. <laughs> or worse, Kalantan. <laughs> Whoops, I went there. <laughs> it's okay, I went there first. <laughs> East Coast in general. <laughs> if you're from Kalantan or Terengganu, uh, we're sorry. Don't be offended. <laughs> yeah. We're just, you know, a bit tipsy. Yeah, it's it's all in good fun. So, yeah. Um, anyways, I guess we should go on to our next segment. Before we get ourselves in more trouble. <laughs> exactly. So what are what is our next segment? Okay, so we're gonna talk about the queen. Okay, you know what's the next segment, right? It is the segment where we talk about pop culture. Yes. Blah blah blah. blah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna talk about queen of daytime talk shows. Do you know who I'm talking about? Well, I can't imagine it being. Please don't say Oprah. I'm talking about the gay queen. Uh, Do you consider Oprah the queen of gays as well? No. Okay. No. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so for the gays, if you disagree, just, I don't know, I hope you don't find me. <laughs> well, if you disagree, whatever. You could tell us who your favorite is, or who your queen is. Okay, my queen. Do you have a different queen? Um, I, okay. I'm ambivalent, <laughs> but anyway, who is your queen? She is the lady who has gone into hiding at the moment. <laughs> I hope that's, been, that's a good clue for you guys to guess. It's... Miss Wendy Williams. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure if you've heard, but apparently, I mean, this news has been going on for a while. Yeah, like, where is Wendy? Yeah, where is Wendy, right? Like, but the thing is, um, it's been kind of like public knowledge that the husband uh, has been having an affair. Oh. And, yeah, and, but the news became quite intense recently because they found the mistress to be pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like, Wendy always knew that uh, he had this side chick, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, like, most people knew, but it's just, like, everybody's like, Wendy, you should address it, but she didn't, just didn't give a fuck. Because yeah. I think it was, uh, like, an agreement between them, like, okay, you can keep her, just make sure it doesn't get in, in my work thing. Yeah. Because that's what she does for a living, right? She gossips about people for a yeah, living. Yeah, <laughs> So, like, imagine... <laughs> imagine her talking about it on Hot Topics. Right. Guess what Kevin Hunter did? <laughs> and then, so this guy has been spotted leaving, like, you know, like talking about yeah. her husband. Yeah. I, I know, I, but knowing her, I know she's gonna cry, fake cry, Aww. like she's gonna be like, oh, yeah. And then she'll bring out her q tip and be like, oh, I can't ruin yeah. my makeup kind of thing. Oh, that's so Wendy. And then, like, have a sip of her tea. Right. Lemony. That's what she says. Oh. Uh, because, so the thing is, she has gone into hiding because this news broke and whatever but the show is a mess right now she has a couple of strangers coming onto the show just you know it's still called the Wendy Williams show but like Wendy's not there like she just gets a bunch of people to talk mm. about hot topics and just like you know give their comments and things or whatever but they're not as valuable as Wendy's comments you know what I mean so um, as of the time of this recording she's still in hiding Maybe by the time this airs, she might come off of her wherever she is in Bahamas or her house in New Jersey. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but 
Wendy has always been passive aggressive to the gays even like I know she always says oh, I love my gays but I don't know if she really does love them or because she loves to insinuate that stri- uh, rappers especially black rappers yeah. are gays so as if oh. it's a as if it's a derogatory, derogatory thing, thing for, yeah. for you to be a gay rapper kind of thing yeah. so I'm I'm not sure yeah because she has this toxic behavior of wanting to out men yeah. At the same time, she's like, I love my gay. So, uh, that's, that's, that's the thing with Wendy. Okay, I'm done. What's next? Um, I believe that you had okay. some other articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other okay. tea to spill. Right. Okay, so this is the third segment where we, you know, we suggest uh, something for you to get, for you guys to think about, listen to, yeah. or read them. So, um... I'm not sure if you guys have seen this show on Netflix. It's called You, as well as another show on Ted Bundy. Ted Ted Bundy, sorry. So um, it's a documentary on the mm-hmm. serial killer who's mm-hmm. who is uh, whose name is Ted Bundy. So the problem is, this this uh, both of these series, these shows, have uh, sparked a conversation because Netflix is involved, so it has grown to become a really big thing. Whereby uh, these straight uh, male, attractive male serial killers and rapists are exoticized and are um, sexualized. Wow! Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah. I have seen so people are like lusting <laughs> over these these men. Um, yeah, they are attractive. I mean, there's that hot felon, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Meeks. Yeah, yeah, he's now. Married to or dating like uh, the Topshop hires, right? Yeah, well, I think the green, well, the the heir to the green empire. I I know oh, they. Oh, what own, is the green empire? Well, uh, I think his name is Philip Green, and right. the daughter I don't remember her name. Right. Oh, well, maybe it's not Green, but uh-huh. um, yeah, it's he's a a really uh, I guess wealthy man, right? And yeah, hot felon mm-hmm. got in there. Yeah. yeah. That is true. I I kind of overlooked him, but that kind of explains this idea that uh, uh, these attractive people can get away with most things, you know? Like, him, he bounced back. Now he's, like, famous. Uh, yeah. Almost a household name. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's, a, that's a problem that we have with uh, society in general. Like, attractiveness kind of cancels out your shitty behavior. Yeah. Any wrongdoings yeah. that you might have done or you are doing right now so even data kind of supports it where whereby yeah. uh, they found that it, this is a data from the states so they found that um, people who are attractive uh, criminals who are attractive yeah. tend to be the, the chances of them being set free by the jury is way higher than someone who's not conventionally attractive right so when we say conventionally right. attractive like Jeremy Meeks he had like light colored eyes and most of these serial killers are white male Good looking yeah, white male, yeah. like, uh, and it is a big problem because of because um, the chances of you getting away with your crime if you're attractive is higher, because uh, it brings to mind this something that I read on Jeffrey Dahmer, the mm-hmm. serial killer who mainly uh, targeted young boys. So he, one of his victims, actually ran, managed to run out from his house where he was uh, conducting all his murders. Wow. So 
but nobody believed the boy when he said, oh, this white man is trying to kill me. So even a cop actually sent the boy back with this white man who concocted oh, some wow. series of lies just because he was white, right? I mean, that's the only thing that I'm sure he was uh, very charming, uh, appeared to be very believable. Well, yeah, like serial killers are generally very charming and persuasive, right. um, especially if they are a, a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, maybe the police weren't inclined to believe um, a child. Yeah, yeah. I would an assume. Asian child. Yeah. Compared to a white adult yeah. man. So so that that is quite fucked up. Even um, one of the ladies who escaped the real Ted Bundy, yeah. she, because uh, Zac Efron is going to play Ted Bundy in the movie. Oh my Actually, gosh. the movie's out. Yeah, so it just premiered in Sundance Festival to good reviews. She she said that she does not mind uh, Zac Efron portraying Ted Bundy and the way the way if you if you see the trailer you know what I mean. It's right. like you're watching uh, Bohemian Rhapsody kind of oh, thing. Wow. They really glamorized. They Ted gave him Bundy. a rock star soundtrack wow. for wow. the trailer. So, but she says she doesn't mind because that is that is how she was almost murdered by Ted Bundy. This charm that he had. Yeah, it's how his victims would have seen him. Right. Right. That's interesting. So, on that note, I guess it's time for me to say goodbye. Aww. And you too, are you staying or are you leaving as well? Well, can I stay? <laughs> sure. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave you. Um, are there any dom... <laughs> Tops? Or sub... <laughs> Bottom. Write to us. Someone's <laughs> someone seeking dom tops. <laughs> I did not say that. Well, I just read your lips. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.